Hi, and welcome to the Local Church Podcast. I'm Jake Chambers, and I get to be the host of this podcast. And we are a church plant, a little church community, learning to be with Jesus together in Gate Harbor in Port Orchard, Washington. We're not experts, but learners, learning not just about Jesus, but how to be with Jesus, to be still, to be present, to be local, to be with Jesus in this moment, enjoying him together. So whether you've been following Jesus for decades or are just now starting to explore him, you can come, learn with us, learn to be with Jesus together with us. May you be blessed by this podcast and may more and more of heaven be breaking into your life into Gig Harbor, into Port Orchard, so that it might be on earth as it is in heaven. Thanks for listening. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. That's Revelation chapter 4, verse 11, uh, the final verse in chapter 4, as we continue uh, just our journey through this book of Revelation. Chapter 4 is uh, a seminal chapter four and five are kind of what kick off this vision of all that John is going to see and is going to be unveiled this heavenly reality, this extra dimension of, of what is going on. Um, and it starts in Revelation chapter four. It says this After this, I looked and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And I love that in verse one, just there's, he, he is seeing a door into heaven, into this dimension of God's kingdom space where God's rule and reign perfectly is perfect. Um, he, so he's seeing this doorway into heaven. It says in the verse, first voice, which I heard, heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne stood in heaven, with one seated on the throne. And he who sat there had the appearance of jasper and carnelian, and around the throne was a rainbow that had the appearance of an emerald. Um, And so he's using kind of jewels and rainbows and just, those probably aren't literally the things around the throne, but he's trying to take what are the most kind of just beautiful, incredible things that we can think of and that's what it looks like around God's throne. Some theologians say that the rainbow being this symbol of peace after the flood, there's just this peace right surrounding God, Um, but there's just absolute awe-inspiring beauty surrounding the throne of God. Uh, Verse 3 gives us that picture, a picture of God on his throne surrounded by awe-inspiring beauty. In verse 4 it says, Around the throne were 24 thrones, and seated on the thrones were 24 elders, clothed in white garments, with golden crowns on their heads. Um, so historians say that that would kind of give you a little bit of a picture of a king and his court. 
uh, and the Roman emperor, when this context that I was written into, um, the Roman emperor would have had his court and it, and it's a way of saying, look, you, you think the Roman emperor is the one in charge? Look at the true king in his true throne, in his true court, these 24 elders around him. Uh, theologians also believe that these 24 elders are symbolic of all of God's people. Um, 12 being the 12 tribes of Israel in the Old Testament of God's people through the Old Testament and then an additional 12 uh, to mark the 12 disciples, God's um, 12 apostles that were kind of the beginning of the church and saying that God's people from his chosen people, the Israelites, and now his people, the church, all represented uh, by these 24 elders around the throne. Uh, and so that, that symbolism is going to help us later, that it's symbolizing all of God's people, the people that belong to God, are being represented by these 24 elders. Verse 5, From the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder. And before the throne were, were burning seven torches of fire, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was, as it were, a sea of glass like crystal. Uh, so you see lightning and thunder and power, um, the seven spirits of God. Again, we talked about that in chapter 1 of seven, the symbol of completion or perfection. Uh, that this is likely saying that the Holy Spirit, um, the complete and perfect spirit, the Holy Spirit dwelling there on the throne with God the Father, or before the throne there with God the Father. Uh, and then this passage of, and before the throne there was, as it were, a sea of glass like crystal. How many believe that what this is symbolizing, this that sea throughout scripture usually symbolizes death and chaos. The sea is out of control, the, the flooding of the earth, the utter danger of the sea. And sea, again, often symbolizes death and chaos. Even when you're baptized, you're baptized in the sea, your old self dying, and then you're pulled out of the sea to new life, resurrected into new life. And here, this thing that is usually symbolizes death and chaos is like glass, like crystal. It's saying that death and chaos has been calmed before God. Um, that there is this peace before the throne. And I think that's a beautiful image of this chaotic time that before God's throne there is peace. He is the one who calms the storms. He is the one who has defeated death. Um, he is the one who brings peace into chaos. And we will find peace when we go to God's throne. Uh, when we come to Him, uh, we lay our anxieties, our troubles, our fears before His throne, at His feet. Our souls will find peace, like a sea of glass, like crystal. Then it says, And around the throne, on each side of the throne, are four living creatures, full of eyes in front and behind. The first living creature, like a lion, the seventh second living creature like an ox, the third living creature with the face of a man, and the fourth living creature like an eagle in flight. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within, and day and night they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And so what, what is going on with these creatures? Uh, much like the 24 elders represent all of God's people, 
Here you have representatives of all of creation. The lion, the king of the wild beast, uh, is before the throne. One with the face of an ox, the king of livestock. That was considered to be the chief of kind of farm animals and livestock before the throne. The eagle, the chief of all flying animals, all the birds of the air before the throne. And then one with a human face that representing kind of humanity and all and, and And what this is saying is that every living and breathing thing, every created thing in all of the earth, and four was important too, that there's four representatives before here because four was symbolic of the four corners of the earth. It was a way of saying the whole earth. So every living creature in the earth is to be before the throne saying, holy, holy, holy. Holy means set apart. It's saying, you're not like us. We are created We are the creation. We are created beings, the living creatures. But you are the creator God. He is the one on the throne. Holy, holy, holy. And so every living and breathing thing is to be crying out, holy, holy, holy to the Lord God Almighty, the one on the throne. And it goes on to say in verse 9, And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who is seated on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. And so God's people, all of creation is to cry out, holy, holy, holy. But God's people know why. This word for, it says, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. And then it says, for you created all things. Why is he worthy of all glory? Why is he worthy of all honor? Why is he worthy of all power? Because he created all things. And it says, and by your will, they existed and were created. He created all things. And it's by his will that they exist, by his will that they are created. See, so much of our world's problems comes down to humans, created things, battling for glory, battling for honor, battling for power. And this causes division and strife in war, in pain, in so much human sorrow comes from me and you fighting for glory and honor and power. But God's people are the ones that are to say, worthy are you, our Lord and God. Worthy is the one on the throne to receive glory and honor and power. I didn't create all things, right? You didn't create all things. Us humans, we haven't created all things. It's not by my will that things exist and are created. It's not by your will that things exist and are created. See, when we think it's by our will that things exist and created, that's us warring against the creator. It's us trying to take the throne. And for that, we deserve death, is what scripture says. We deserve death for trying to be the one on the throne, for trying to battle God for glory and honor and power. That's not a battle we're going to win. But Jesus took our place for doing, fighting that battle. 
dying the death we deserve on the cross. It is raised again to new life. And he clothes us, washes us clean with his blood. That is why in verse 4, when it talks about the 24 elders, it says they're clothed in white garments with golden crowns on their heads. That we could be clothed in white, our sin washed away. There's no more guilt or stain of sin on us for battling God for his glory and honor and power. Jesus took that punishment we deserved and clothes us in white and gives us a crown that says you've conquered sin. We didn't conquer it, but he conquered it for us. And now we can cry out as God's people, worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. And we can confess. It's not by our will that things exist. We confessed for you, God, created all things. And by your will, they existed and were created. We, as a church, get to cry that out together, worshiping the one who is holy, holy, holy. The one who was and is and is to come. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Local Church Podcast. We are a church in Gig Harbor in Port Orchard that is learning to be with Jesus together. If you'd like to know more, you could find us on Instagram at localchurchgh or online at localchurchgh.com. Feel free to reach out to us and we can get you directions to a gathering. We meet every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. and you are invited. We'd love to see you there. With that, let me leave you with this blessing. May the love of God the Father and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Thank you.